0: Melissa Grant, licensed nutritionist and creator of Drop the Diet Weight Loss. I am on a mission to help women drop the fad diets and lose weight in a way they love for the last damn time. I know you're ready to end the yo-yo dieting and do this weight loss thing for good. So let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back. Today, I'm giving you the last of the four superchargers or what I call Brick's to weight loss. Real quick, I'm going to recap the first three. Number one, eating when hungry and stopping when you've had enough. Number two, getting seven to nine hours of sleep a night. And number three, drinking at least 64 ounces of water a day. If you've been putting these into practice, I'm sure you're already feeling some momentum. And if you miss those, be sure to head back and check out episodes five and six of this podcast. All right, let's get to it. Brick number four, making a daily food plan. Now, I can hear you guys over there saying, just tell me what to eat already. But as you know, we don't do strict meal plans around here because they don't work for the long term. But we do make daily plans with food you already eat and like. But before you can start making daily food plans, you first need to have a clear picture on what your current nutrition actually looks like. So today I'm going to tell you why food journaling is a game changer of an awareness tool. And of course, give you the next steps for action. Food journaling gets me really excited. It's one of the biggest awareness tools to put in your tool belt. It opens your eyes and gives you a clear picture as to what's actually going on with your current nutrition. And it lets you know exactly where to begin to start making easy, teeny changes. I have my ladies write down or log, if you're using an app, their food for four main reasons. Number one, as I said, it gives you insight into what your nutrition actually looks like. It's hard to know where you need to go when you don't know where you're starting. If you're not currently writing down your food, you may have some thoughts and ideas on what it generally looks like, but if you're not seeing the progress you want, you need to take a closer look. Let's say you're eating all of the healthiest foods, or maybe you even cut something out of your diet, which I don't recommend, but you're still not seeing any progress. That can be super frustrating and disappointing and leave you wondering what the heck else could I possibly have to do? But it's really difficult to know what you might need to adjust or the next move to make if you don't have the data to look at. I could say, well, I think I ate pretty well yesterday, but now I can't even really remember what I ate for lunch. This info is super helpful to have. Let's say you find yourself asking, why am I so hungry today? Well, you can go back and look at what you ate and probably pinpoint the exact reason why. Maybe you were low on protein for the day or food levels were just lower than you thought or you were more active. Having this data will give you a clear picture. The second reason for journaling your food is related to your habits and behaviors around food. It allows you to see patterns. Patterns like if you're eating for reasons outside of hunger, or if there's some mindless eating happening. Maybe you didn't even realize just how many times you walked past your pantry and grabbed a little something, or just how much you were snacking or taste testing while making your dinner. There are also maybe time patterns to look for. 3 p.m. and 8 p.m. are very common times when overeating is happening. I call these the witching hours. Another thing to look for is if your weekend eating looks a lot different from your weekday eating. Journaling your food will help identify those patterns. Okay, reason number three to journal or log your food. It helps keep you accountable. Knowing that you have to log it makes you pause and think before you eat it. It gives you a moment to say to yourself, gosh, I'm going to have to log this. Am I even hungry? One of my ladies had a goal this past week to curb some some mindless snacking. She said, honestly, I just see my kids eating a snack, and so I eat some too. It's right there, and it's just so, so easy. And the act of journaling alone helped her to curb that. She's like, you know what, Melissa, I just really didn't want to have to write down four pretzels so i didn't need them logging is like an accountability partner and the final reason number 4 to log your food is it helps you to learn more about yourself and what to expect this is another way to stay out of frustration let's say you overate at dinner and you go to journal it and realize oh okay this makes sense, I barely ate anything all day, or it's been way too many hours since my last meal. If this is something that's happening a lot, then you can expect that if you wait too long to eat or don't eat enough throughout the day, you tend to overeat at dinner. This is great info to learn because now you have a solution for it. So there you have it, for really powerful reasons to journal or log your food. So to start, for this week, I want you to write down all the food you eat each day, even those little sneaky bites. But we're not changing anything right now. Don't be tempted to do a complete overhaul because you're writing it down. Remember, we're using this to understand your starting point. And with this, keep working the other three bricks. And if you decide to use an app like MyFitnessPal to log your food, I want you to use it for just that reason, meaning I don't want you to focus on their calorie recommendations or their suggestion to add more food in if you're exercising. Don't get me started on that. That's an episode for another day. And if you want to make the journaling even more potent this week, take some notes on your day without judgment. If you found times when you were eating when you weren't hungry or past the point of enough, make a note of it what was going on for you at that time. Then we can start to see more patterns come out and then strategize around it. If you had a stressful day, didn't get much sleep, make a note of it. The more you know, the better. And with the journaling, let's not overthink this too much. You don't have to include exact amounts of things right now, like weighing or measuring. But if you had some cookies, write down six cookies. Or pizza, write down the number of pieces you had. I just want you to get in the habit of writing down your food and paying attention to those hunger levels. This is a big step. So congratulate yourself. You're creating a habit and keeping yourself accountable. This is huge. One other thing I want to mention here before I go, you know, I'm all about doing weight loss in a way that feels good to you. If you're feeling any sort of way or any resistance around journaling your food, I just want you to get curious around that. Maybe you've tried it before and didn't have a great experience with it. I want you to pinpoint the thoughts you have around it and see if you can begin to change some of the thoughts just by reminding yourself, this is just a tool that will help me get to where I want to be. Okay, get those logs going and meet me here next week where I'm going to talk about how to review them in the most non-judgy way, give you some tips on how to level up and how to create a daily food plan. As always, I'd love to hear from you, help support you, and answer any of your questions. So be sure to connect with me over on Instagram at melissa.legrant. Bye for now.